Welcome to Wine and Cheese. I'm Maddie. And I'm Charlotte. And today we are having Maha Organic Hard Seltzer. We're going for the healthy stuff. I don't know how I'm <laughs> feeling about this. Am I drinking this alone? This one's a tangerine yuzu. It's got uh, 4.2 alcohol, percent alcohol over volume. Doesn't taste too much like anything to me. What about you? I'm going to... Open minds up. I'm usually not like a hard seltzer kind of person. Like, isn't like White Claw the thing mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. What is that? Or a spiked seltzer. It's a seltzer it's just too. a seltzer, yeah. yeah. I don't even know how they ferment it or whatever. This one tastes a little more appetizing. Like fruitier, I guess. It but, tastes yours. But still not that great. I don't like this one. I like this one better. <laughs> that one tastes like more artificial flavor to me. Yeah. All right. So, it's been a while. It has. We've we- actually, we, we recorded one and then never got around to posting it because of audio issues but i got a new computer so hopefully this works (laughs) how's quarantine like how has your life been since the pandemic started i feel like my life has changed so much during the pandemic or maybe it's oh i just noticed your eyebrows are done i just like do them myself oh you did it myself it does look very like sharp you. Oh. I just like do it myself. I pluck them and I have a little razor thing to like clean the top. And oh, that's there it. you go. Yeah, it looks good. Thank you. <laughs> so, so you were saying? Pandemic, quarantine, good. Yeah, at first I feel like I was like chomping at the bit, but mm-hmm. I think I'm doing better now. Yeah, I think it was a bit of an adjustment period. The first couple of months just felt really intense. Mm-hmm. We really weren't seeing anyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone was quarantining in place. Like, I don't think we saw our family. Mm-hmm. From March till maybe May for Mother's Day was probably like the first time we broke quarantine. So it was kind of, yeah, it was a little intense. But now, you know, I'm still working from home and it's still kind of like a semi-quarantine, but it doesn't feel so harsh. Mm -hmm. I think once the weather warmed up and things started opening up, it feels different. I feel like it'll feel much different when we go into winter. If it's like a bad winter, anyway. It's still going to feel odd until we go back to work. For me, I think that's going to be the big... That's if we ever go back to work. We'll see. Go back to work, meaning like back to the office. Back to the office. we're still working. Yeah. Um, yeah, back to the office. I mean, my job, they're, they're saying it won't happen before Labor Day. After that, like, who knows? It mm-hmm. could still be after Labor Day. Oh, sure. They can actually like way change after. the timeline. So, anyway, any hobbies or anything that you've done or changed since quarantine? No, I've been trying to focus. You got a bike? I, I, yes, I bought a bike, yes, been biking with Maddie and at night because it's like so hot recently mm-hmm. to be biking during the day. Uh, I'm still hanging out with my little, trying to focus on school. How's that going? I haven't heard you talk about school. Yeah, I was like really bad for June, but I'm, I'm back on it. I've covered back two on track. Weeks. Yeah, I covered two chapters last night, actually. Yeah. Doing good. How about you? As you know, I picked up my plant. Mm hobby slash lifestyle because it does she sure has (laughs) it sure feels like a lifestyle my goodness (laughs) tell us about your spreadsheet maddie Charlotte's making fun of me. No, no, it's ha- beautiful. I have it's a work of art. I have a spreadsheet that I created with all my new plants. It details their whole entire and care it's regimen. Like pictures and everything too. It's, it's color so cool. coded. It's pictures. It scrolls nice. Now, can you see this 
the spreadsheet on your phone too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's, it's a on Google, Google Docs. Yeah, it's okay. a Google Sheet. I like that because it's like I could do it on my phone. I could do it on the laptop. Mm-hmm. All the information's there. Mm-hmm. Every time I water it, I make a note. So. <laughs> The other thing I was thinking, like, oh, maybe I should do a fertilization one. Then I'm like, maybe that's just too much. Or why don't you just add a row or a column for fertilization? Like, I did it this time. I didn't do it this time. I guess. I guess. It just gets more complicated. But, yeah, I'm really excited about that, like, a new thing that I'm getting into. And I really enjoy it. The house is looking very homey. And so far, they're pretty – most of them are doing pretty good. But I feel like you guys during quarantine have gotten really excited about your house and done some changes. Oh, yeah. We've done a lot of, like, little projects and bigger projects. It all started with painting the shutters Mm -hmm. in front of the house. Yes, it was which like, made a big difference. Oh, yeah. It was like, I think we maybe spent $100, if that, on paint. And my husband used like that air pressure well, paint cool. thing. And he painted the shutters and then they looked so great. Then it was like, oh, well, now this front door is an <laughs> eyesore. And then that was a project. Then it was the little front porch area that we have. So we've done a lot of projects, not to mention all the gardening stuff, too. Like mm-hmm. We planted a bunch of plants in the front of the house and the back of the house and just made everything a lot more cozy but i feel like you've got you have taken time to enjoy it as well yeah yeah absolutely like Like for today for instance like i was debating going to visit my mom and my husband was gonna go visit his parents and then we were just like you know what we worked so hard like cleaning everything up he cut the lawn i like went and fertilized all the plants and cleaned them up and i'm like let's just enjoy it today Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah so that's been nice really enjoying it so i think just to ease us in because quarantine there's not a whole lot life happening (laughs) outside of what we're doing in our homes so we thought it would be fun to like binge watch some of our favorite shows and talk about it with you guys all right so do you want to announce what our rewatch is yeah so we've been watching sex in the city about watching it now years later so when we first suggested it i was like oh man this is gonna be like a letdown <laughs> you know what i mean i just why felt, i just felt you were the big sex in the city I, fan. I know i was a huge sex in the city fan and so much change life real life girl <laughs> has been a big huge slap in the face and i feel like i really love sex and city because i thought this is what adulthood would look like you know and no it doesn't look anything like it so we started on season well, one we did and- watch the ep- pilot episode yeah the pilot episode season one episode one what was it called did it have a title Shoot. um yeah i'm sure it did mm, sex in the city that was the title aptly named <laughs> <laughs> so yeah 
yeah, so it was a pilot episode. It sort of is a different format than the rest, and I don't mm-hmm. know if that's intentional because it is the pilot episode, or if they decided to change gears. I think they just decided to change gears because they changed a couple of things. They changed the way the main character looks. They changed her apartment. Eventually, in the second season, they ended up changing like her fashion style too. So I think it was just like they were evolving. Of course, yeah. and usually pilot episodes are shot a long time before probably like to pitch it to yes, exactly. the studio exactly so they're usually shot prior then mm-hmm. when they green light the production then that that would make sense why everything looked slightly different and mm-hmm. everyone's hair looks slightly different the whole episode was them exploring if women can have sex like men supposedly mm-hmm. do and I say supposedly because it's a theory and when they meet when they say like men do um, maybe without feeling where they can just kind of simply go through the physical act and not have any emotional attachment. Yeah, like any emotional residue Mm -hmm. after the encounter. Do you think it's possible? Like basically two of the characters saying that it's possible. Who? Samantha Mm -hmm. and Miranda was kind of on the... She was more, yeah, like she didn't want to have... Um, sex with emotion like she was she's like why why bother yeah like she was saying she slept with a guy and then he wanted to read her the his poetry and she was like why even bother yeah like we know this is not gonna but i think it's because like they were sleeping with guys that inherently they didn't like that they were just not people that they like yeah as like a person maybe they Mm -hmm. like them physically but they didn't like them as a person which is part of the problem right yeah and then we have charlotte who's really uh romantic she like always charlotte after your namesake (laughs) yeah Again, I used to be a really big fan. So she was, yeah, she was a romantic and like thought that this is, yeah, you could find true love like this. Mm-hmm. But she didn't believe in having sex, like With without no feelings. feelings. Yeah. Did she not believe because she didn't think it was possible or she just thought that that like, wasn't, I mean, her goal is to find a partner. Love. Yeah. Love and marriage and whatever. So she thought like that's, that's not a the, waste of time. Yeah. Like that's not the way to do that. As opposed to the other girls, which I think is a, a good point to mention, Samantha and Miranda are not looking for marriage mm-hmm. and ultimate love. So I think that's maybe why they feel like they can do that. So Carrie tried it on for a little bit right she saw an old fling she decided to hook up with him sans feelings mm-hmm. in her eyes and then what happened there she got like temporary affirmation and then he was like oh my gosh so you finally know how to to achieve like the sex life that I wanted with you the whole time and that kind of became hurtful to her mm-hmm. so she was like okay so, so this for- whole time you actually just wanted to have sex with me and not care about so me. for a moment there it felt like she had had the upper hand and she was in control and that felt good but then when he flipped the switch and was like oh this is perfect this is how I always wanted it I, I don't want feelings attached it sort of burst her cloud so the question is is it a control thing or is it the emotion part that she's missing that's a actually really really good question and because Samantha kind of well all of them actually they all felt comfortable when they were in the lead right like even mm-hmm. Miranda when she she made out <laughs> with 
Skipper, Skippy, <laughs> you know, he started kissing her and made a forward move. And then she had to go ahead and automatically flip the dynamic and like pin him down because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he initiated. But then she auto- automatically kind of took control in that situation. Same thing with Samantha. Like she thought she was in control of this outing that she had. And he, who happened to be Charlotte's guy, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte went on the first date with him. And I know um, we kind of glossed over that part. So Charlotte went on a date with a guy who is yeah, like an eligible bachelor some investment banker or something like and that. you know she told him that she didn't want to do anything that yeah, they went to like the opera and um, she went back to his place to see a painting you know because that's just what people do in their 30s <laughs> in New York City I guess I've never had anybody come just to see her painting you know he kind of tried to put the moves on her and she was like no, no not tonight and he was like okay that's fine but I still want to have sex tonight so I'm going to go back out like so I'm going to do you think again. Charlotte in that scene and in that moment does she feel like secure in her decision not to sleep with him or did like again she thought she would have the upper hand here by putting the brakes on him and he flipped it around on her and was like well I'm gonna go and get laid by somebody else I think it's, do you think she still felt comfortable with her decision or do you think she felt like she had to put out or should have put out I think it depends on how she looks at it in one hand she could be upset that like oh my gosh did I just lose a chance at snagging Cody Duncan, like this Mm -hmm. eligible bachelor. Or on the other hand, he really only wanted sex. So she might have just saved herself, you know. That trouble. That trouble. Yeah, exactly. Where he would have slept with her and she would have gotten her hopes up. But in the end, that's really all he wanted anyway. Yeah. You know, he wanted to die her, but. Do you think she was going to go back on that date with him a week later? (laughs) (laughs) She's kind of a proud girl. I don't see her going back out for a second date. Agreed. So then this same guy turns around and then says he's going to go to the club to like go meet with someone because he needs to get laid tonight. Charlotte went off on her way. He went off to the club and ran into Samantha. Samantha. Which is funny because Samantha was putting the moves on everybody else's man. (laughs) Samantha originally went to the club trying to hit hit on Big, who Carrie was interested in. Um, But in her defense... She didn't know Charlotte was dating this guy. And she didn't know that Carrie knew, kind of knew Big. Yeah. Exactly. Or that had any interest in him at all. Well, she because she, Yeah, I was going to say, she even asked Carrie, like, do you know this guy? And Carrie kind of blew it off, like, no, not really. And it's true, she didn't. She just saw him on the street one day, yeah. and they gave each other googly eyes. <laughs> When are we ever going to meet people on the street again? Oh, my God. <laughs> not in the age of post-corona. No, definitely not. So she goes back to his apartment with him right off the bat. She asked to see the painting because that's like the big draw. This guy has this like this painting by a famous artist. She asked to see it and he was like, no, later because he wants to have sex with her. And then right off the bat just says... You can't stay. You can't stay. Just know that I have an early day tomorrow. You need to leave. And she didn't ask to stay. Like, he, like, just assumed, jumped the gun and assumed. And in that moment, it's hard to read, but, like, her acting so great, you feel that she, she had, like, little... she had, like, a, a motion, like, kind of flash on her face where mm-hmm. she was, like, her feelings were hurt. And then she kind of gave into, like, the pleasure of him going down on her. So, I mean, I think if she was being very honest to herself and 
that moment that I don't think she's super comfortable either having sex like a man in her eyes. I guess it depends, again, your expectations. I think maybe, yes, fleetingly, her feelings might have been hurt, but then she may have reminded herself, like, I don't want this asshole anyway. So let me just enjoy it for what it is at the moment and keep it moving, Mm -hmm. you know? I think that's the point that specifically Samantha's character pushes is like... On the show, you mean? On the show completely is that Samantha's ultimate goal wasn't to have happily ever after like her friends. So she went about life differently, which makes sense to her. I think her feelings might have been hurt because he rejected her even before she even had a chance to say, I want to. Exactly. And yeah, so I feel like maybe in the end, that's what hurt her feelings, not just to have sex because that ultimately, yeah, she came home with you drunk. Of course, she's going to have sex with you. But being rejected by someone before you even have a chance to ask for the thing that they think there's yeah exactly I mean, that would put me off from the get yeah. but i'm sure she meets all sorts of assholes in that line speaking of, of assholes <laughs> let's talk about mr big if you watch the series and if you don't i apologize Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should have said that at the beginning because we totally, like, gave away the first episode. Mr. Big ends up being, like, a big love interest of Carrie's on the show, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of up and downs, and, yeah, he is an asshole at moments, and, like, even up until, like, their wedding day, he stands her up at the altar. So, looking back now at the beginning of the show, so we get to see what was it about Big? Like, now that we get to rewatch it from the beginning, knowing all of this. Yeah. What is it about Mr. Big? I think it was the fact that he was in her mind out of her league and he had you know deigned to show her some interest and mm. even had gone as far as to reject her one friend who's very beautiful and successful and, and who was, always gets what she wants yeah and who was literally putting sex on a on a silver platter make you know mm-hmm. saying like hey i have a private key to the downstairs if you want to like rendezvous yeah he had gone as far as saying no and i think as a woman like a guy that has a little self-control it's like appealing i feel like you have to again as a woman especially now that women have this position to say yes no before women were told who they were supposed to marry you know mm. now that we have the choice who to have sex with who to marry what whatever you have it i feel like you have to understand that people are going to be honest and they're going to be upfront. like hey i don't want to do this and you can't take it personally right mm-hmm. because if they're just telling you up front that's not what i want it can't be a, a personal hit it just mm-hmm. means that i'm not interested you're not my preference at the moment right mm-hmm. and that kind of hurts your feelings but it is what it is right it's like mm-hmm. shopping for a house you may put in an offer and they may the owner may still reject it yeah you know we also said that he represented this this life right that the whole show represented mm-hmm. right this glamorous new york life with social gatherings and and lunches and, and manolo blanes and dinner plans and yeah gallery openings <laughs> we don't have gallery openings in new jersey <laughs> So he represented that kind of life. Yeah, he just had this air of mystery about him. And then if you keep watching the show, it takes them a long time to actually go on a date. Like, Mm -hmm. they they play like this cat and mouse kind of deal. Yeah, he's sort of elusive. You know, he picks her up in the limo. He helps her grab her things that she dropped on the street. Constantly, like, the... the, Showing up in these unexpected little situations. Yes. 
and just as quickly leaves. So there's something about that mystery that keeps Carrie coming back for more. I mean, how could you not? You dangle some, like... But he continues to do that. He continues... To egg her on. Yeah, like, show her small little bits of affection and then withdraw it. And it's that constant push and pull, push and pull. And she's addicted. She's slightly a masochist. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think she is. I mean, and that's a problem that most women have. I just think that you gotta acknowledge it, right? Speaking of masochists, let's talk a little bit about Miranda and her... I love Miranda's sex life story. I think it's very... um, Realistic? Realistic, yes. I I like... Out of all the girls? I think watching it again, I think that... That's the one that rings the most true. How so? Because um, Miranda gets rejected. She's like, I think, I I think she's attractive. I think mm-hmm. an everyday kind of attractive mm-hmm. woman has a I great job. It. You know, she's very self sufficient, but she gets rejected more often than not. And I think that's very true, you know? And even if she doesn't get rejected, she sleeps with every once in a while, she'll sleep with, like, jerks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that could be said for all women. We kiss a lot of toads before <laughs> we get anything special. And, and again, spoiler alert, I think in the end, she even has to modify her expectations to end up with the person that finally ends up with. So you, you know? think she settled? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Her, her opening spiel was about settling. Yeah, like, so I don't want to settle. You waited so long, it's like, why even settle? Yeah. Foreshadowing, yeah. my gosh, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Question, do you think these women could be friends in real life? No, no, no? I know. <laughs> I'm going to say that right off the bat. Watching this over again, I don't think that any of these women would be real life. I mean, I think they'd be friends with Carrie, I think Carrie is the glue to The common denominator. The common denominator. And I think it's because she's very... Middle of the road? Middle of the road, right, yes. Even when... She's, like, fun enough for Samantha, but then she's also kind of traditional and girly for Charlotte. Even when they're talking about their escapades, she never fully divulges as much detail as the other girls do. Yeah, so I understand how the girls are friends with her. I don't think the girls would be friends with each other. But we're going to suspend disbelief for a little bit. No, I agree. I think Carrie is kind of like middle of the road. Like I said, she's a bit of a traditionalist. She wants love and a happy ending. So she gets it like on the Charlotte front. Mm -hmm. She's a party girl. She loves to have a good time. So she gets it with Samantha. And then Miranda and Carrie, I mean, I think they keep it real with each other. Like they're both down to earth. I think they they keep it real. Like Carrie has to keep it real her job and you, know? you get the feeling that Carrie didn't grow up with a silver spoon in her mouth yeah you know what I mean whereas yeah. Charlotte definitely did, did. And so that's the only one who did I feel like Miranda came from a small town home in Pennsylvania we don't know where Samantha comes from but she met but Carrie she, we she know was she's, like a bartender but we know she's much older you know therefore has a little more experience life experience under her belt so Miranda and Carrie are both kind of like down to earth I guess and trying to get by they're more realistic I guess than Charlotte either way for whatever reason we love these women and so true. <laughs> and they became a staple of our culture so it's been fun like hopefully we'll keep exploring the characters and therefore our our own relationship with relationships mm-hmm. and friendships 
and yeah. love and sex. Any closing thoughts on this episode? On this episode? Yes. I want to say, I mean, the whole episode was talking about whether women can have sex like men. And my answer to that is if you really want that, if you're honest with yourself and that's what you want, yes. But if you're honest with yourself and you don't actually want that and you actually want someone to respect you mm. and to show some desire for you, for you to be treasured, at least for the moment, mm-hmm. then no. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I've learned that no, I if I'm being honest with myself, I don't want to have sex like a mechanical thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a human being and I want someone to like treat me as, as such. such. Yeah. I mean, I think the show did so much for the culture and for the conversation conversation yeah like they made it accessible to women to like have these conversations before then when was there a show where women were talking about their sex, sex life? like just like that in black and white and i think I that know. that helps so much with the inherent guilt women maybe put a lot more pride more weight on sexual relations because we've been shamed for so long protect the goodies mm-hmm. don't wear short skirts because you don't want to entice the boys <laughs> like you know like these messages over and over again that we have to police and monitor and like hide our desires and not allow other people to find us desirable mm-hmm. and stuff. It was very liberating to have this show back when it came out and how much it changed the conversation for women and sex. As problematic as it is, because we'll talk about that, there's a lot of problematic things about the show. For once, we saw this entire episode, not one person of color oh, in that yes, city. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nathan Ruin, like a gay guy, but even he was white. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of problematic things about the show and we'll get into some of that but I think overall the big takeaway that I get is like how much it did for the conversation I'm not upset about but like a little disappointed is that to this day men don't watch or reference this you know what I mean and I feel like that's Sex in the City yes and I feel like that's a shame because they can learn so much because women this is a show about women we just tried to watch it with my and he was like not interested at all. I was all. trying to get my coworker to watch it and he's like you couldn't pay me enough money to watch what? this show. I was like why not? I don't even think it's like a really sappy show. That's what I said. Like, this is actually something that you may want to know because like, the, if you want to know what women are talking about, what they want in the bedroom or whatever, like the something that makes you more desirable to them, this is what they're talking the about right here. The fact of the matter is guys don't really want to know. They just want us to fit to whatever mold because Fuck think that. about it. <laughs> like all the Cosmo magazines, the glamour magazines. It's all- like how to ensnare the man. but exactly. not how to trap him. That's but like, that. I don't think if you look at GQ magazine that they have articles about no. like how to trap the woman. Like, no. yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it does. It, it does. does. Absolutely. Maybe that's one thing that where they failed where it just, it was so over the top, maybe in the fashion and like the, the luxury lifestyle style that it kind of lost the men the other thing too that i want to bring back and this is something again i've been watching the show since i was really young kind of had to grow out of is that this is the only reason that men are attracted to you 
is because of your physical or because of what sex that you can bring them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Very infrequently do any of the girls are like, is there a guy attracted to Skipper who they like paint <laughs> as like this like bumbling <laughs> fool, you know what I mean? Has someone attracted to them for any other reason than sex? Mm-hmm. Given the name of the show is Sex and the City. And that's the problem there is that like, I don't think that's normally the case. Sometimes every once in a while, you'll have a guy out there who doesn't want to just have sex with you. He actually wants to talk to you, too. That would make for a boring show. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That would make for a boring show. But anyway, thanks for tuning in to our Rewind this week. We will come back to you next time with uh, episode two. We'll see. We'll we'll try the first season Oh, wait. So what did we think about our hard seltzer? You didn't even touch yours. No, I did. It's okay. We're giving honest reviews for our listeners. It's okay. (laughs) I mean, I don't hate it. I don't think I would go out and buy this. Yeah, I just want to say that this was a gift. Somebody gave this to us. Uh, We Mm -hmm. didn't purchase it. So, again, thank you for giving this to us. We're very appreciative, and we will finish it. We're not going to throw it out. We will. (laughs) Not wasteful. We're not wasteful on that matter, at least me. So, I personally thought, yeah, it tasted very much of, like, artificial flavor. Yeah. Very much what you would expect out of a canned alcoholic beverage. Mm. The only thing I would say that's a little slightly disappointing is that I didn't get a buzz at all. Like, there, this doesn't taste like alcohol. I don't feel For this, feel I'd rather anything. have a beer. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, for this, for, like, this artificial flavor for canned or whatever, for I would have expected a slightly and it's supposed to be higher vodka, content right? or whatever. I don't know. They call it a hard seltzer, so I don't know how they ferment I don't know how they get the alcohol in it. I don't think it's vodka. Oh, because there's one. Maybe I was confusing this one with another one. Because I know that there's like a seltzer vodka type mm-hmm. thing. Like a Smirnoff where yeah. the original where they like have Smirnoff coolers. Kind I of. prefer Smirnoff cooler over yeah, this. this. this it doesn't say, really have a lot of like fermentation. Like, no, um, this isn't going to do anything for you unless you're like 90 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> no, this isn't going to do anything for you. I mean, you. it's not even like very carbonated like a seltzer. No, yeah. And it doesn't taste very great. So again, thank you for the person who gave it to us but I'd say no I would not recommend this to anybody (laughs) on that note (laughs) it was nice checking in we'll talk soon yes bye Bye. wait we have to cheers cheers (laughs) 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 cling